Hello and welcome to the Exorcism Podcast. If you are looking to get really good at programming, then this is just the podcast for you. Being a phenomenal programmer is about so much more than just knowing a coding language. It's about being able to solve problems, understand the best tools to solve the problems with, and think things through with clarity. Well, hello everyone, and a warm welcome to the Exorcism Community Podcast. My name is Jonathan, and I'm coming from Cape Town in South Africa. It's currently five o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm privileged to be joined by Thelma, who is currently living in Wisconsin, as far as I'm aware. And uh, I'm very privileged to be able to uh, interview her today and find out a little bit more in, into, uh, about her story, about how technology and her story coincided. So, Thelma, I'd love it if you could introduce yourself a little bit, tell us a little bit about how you ended up where you currently are, and maybe we can uh, chat about technology and, and, and things like that a little bit later on. So, welcome. Yes, welcome. I'm afraid it was all accidental. I uh, went to a business college because I did not want to dissect a frog <laughs> and uh, at business college I uh, majored in economics mm-hmm. and I'm not a person who gets particularly interested in things but apparently I did well enough that my professors decided I should apply for graduate school mm-hmm. and so I ended up at Brown University mm-hmm. as an econ major and almost immediately I met my husband and six weeks later we were married and six weeks. Wow. he was a physicist mm-hmm. with little respect for economics <laughs> so, after he took the uh, major uh, icon of the day, Milton Friedman, mm-hmm. and uh, presented his entire output, my husband developed it in one session, and in another session he destroyed it, uh, I didn't renew my fellowship. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> Which my husband wasn't too happy about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And after that, I just floated around for a while with no idea of what to do, and I was uh, sort of uh, sitting in on math courses that really were too difficult mm-hmm. for me. And by this time, we had got to Wisconsin and my husband was writing a long Fortran program with uh, a stack of uh, punch cards mm-hmm. and getting very frustrated because uh, as soon as he would turn something in and wait all night in those days to get a result, the result 
was at least half the time that he had misplaced the comma, and so he got either an empty output or a stack of junk. Mm -hmm. So I started looking over his shoulder and putting in the stray commas and uh, doing the misspellings. And I got to the point where I decided I would take a course in Fortran. Mm -hmm. So I took a course in Fortran. And after the course, my professor calls up and he says, I'm quitting the university and I'm opening a software consulting firm. Do you want to come and work for me? Oh, wow. <laughs> so that is my introduction to uh, programming and it was Fortran mm -hmm. that I started with and uh, the first program that he asked me to do was a bowling uh, bookkeeper, which was not the scoring, but uh, keeping track for his personal bowling league, my boss. <laughs> okay. And I did uh, quite a few programs at that job. Well, my daughter started telling her friends that mom's job is killing cows because one of the programs I wrote was to uh, uh, to calculate what should be fed to a dairy cow okay. where I was given the poundage and I was supposed to do a least cost uh, division among mm -hmm. grains and things that would satisfy the nutrient requirements. Mm -hmm. And there was also a bulk requirement. And to satisfy all those requirements and at the least cost. Mm -hmm. And this was done for... A machine whose memory was 48k so you can imagine <laughs> wow. what a least cost program attempting to do that would be like and one day I got a call from a farmer who said you are telling me to feed my cows 10 pounds of salt. <laughs> so like, because that, apparently it had satisfied all the nutrient requirements mm -hmm. and it was looking for the cheapest bulk. <laughs> <laughs> 10 pounds of and salt. And that was it. And because of the tiny amount of space I was working with, mm. I did not have... Uh, many limits, upper limits on things. I I had a couple, but uh, somehow salt didn't make. It. 
Gosh. And then I wrote a hardware inventory uh, program and uh, a corn bin uh, moisture uh, controller. The main thing I remember about that was that they had a PDP machine. And I was going from my uh, uh, place to the corn mill by bus with one of those big uh, PDP uh, uh, hard disks. Okay. Yeah. So, hefty. <laughs> And uh, eventually he closed the software mm -hmm. division because he had started become, being an Apple dealer, and that was doing much better than the software. <laughs> mm, I'm sure. <laughs> wow. So, so that takes. So you. So that's how you ended up in. Well, maybe that's kind of the the initial phase. So after you finished the software, were you made? Oh, you know, I'm getting it. Excuse oh, don't worry, me. Don't worry. I'm going to just kill this. Okay. No I get a lot of spam calls. Uh, it's, uh, that must be really annoying. <laughs> the, whole time. the whole time. But um, so you, so did, were you then? Had you had another job lined up once the the software consultancy finished, or was it um, you were kind of like, okay, w what happened next? Well. I'm a little bit fuzzy on exactly what uh, the timelines were. I know that I met, went to the medical college as a volunteer, and uh, it was a physiology professor, and he handed me a program written in C that he wanted translated to Fortran. And that's how I learned my C. Okay. So, so can you tell me about Fortran a little bit? Um, not for, very familiar uh, with that personally. I'm not that technical uh, just yet, but um, I'd love to find out a little bit more about Fortran. I'm not particularly uh, technical. It, it, it's one of the first uh, languages out there and uh, it has uh, it, it, I don't know you'd have to ask me something more specific uh, I, that's okay I'm not don't, sure. don't worry at all I just um, I just wanted to find out sort of generally um where it fits, I guess, in, in all of the, the different sort of languages that are out there. But um, as this isn't my uh, technical, well, the technical space isn't particularly my strong point, um, it's, it's absolutely fine. We can kind of get back to the storytelling. I think that's probably uh, a little bit more <laughs> down, my, down my bowling alley, so to speak. But um, so, so just going back to then the, uh, so you started uh, volunteering for this medical school 
you you picked up C in the process. Um, yes, what and then? then I found out that uh, someone who had run the IT system at UWM, which is where uh, my husband is a physicist, mm-hmm. was now running IT at the medical college. Mm-hmm. And I uh, talked to her and got a job uh, uh, doing database stuff for her. It was probably the worst database ever written, and fortunately <laughs> I don't remember its name. So, <laughs> so I learned a little bit of database there. But the mm-hmm. most exciting thing about being at the medical college for me and this is really just part of the story, not mm-hmm. the technical stuff, yeah. is that they had this wonderful, huge locker room where I could shower after my nine-mile bike ride. <laughs> oh, wow. So every day you were cycling nine, nine miles there? Three miles days back. a week. Three days a week. I... Uh, I never worked full-time. I was not interested in a career. I was amusing myself. Yeah, yeah. So oh. so then, just, I'm going to backtrack, sort of, back to sort of school time. You said you, you, you did economics, and you sort of ended up in economics, sort of by accident, almost. Um, yes. Was... Was there a reason that you were just like, I mean, because at school you can often choose, okay, I'm going to do English literature or the arts or whatever. And then there's obviously the sciencey side of things. Um, and economics, maybe you could argue, sits pretty, like quite a bit more towards the sort of sciencey side of the things. Was there any reason that you kind of gravitated towards that? Or was it just sort of, oh, that looks interesting oh, no, no. at the time? No, that was... Uh... I was in a business school. Mm-hmm. I okay. was not interested in business. I was not interested in marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, economics was sort of like the elite thing to do in that school. So okay. that's what attracted that's how you to that. <laughs> gravitated over there. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so, you you've said you don't you didn't really career wasn't really for you. Um, just and also correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just trying to sort of summarize and, and sort of piece things together. And it sounds like you almost picked up coding by accident. Kind of you said looking oh, yeah. over your husband's shoulder, translating from C into Fortran. Um, was there ever a point? Oh my god! I think this must be the same call. Okay, Sorry, I've killed it. Like <laughs> Sorry. Um, was there, no, no, no worries at all. It was, was there ever a moment where something kind of clicked for you where you were like, actually, I'm pretty good at this. Um, it's more than a kind of hobby or, or an interest. Is this, was there ever a point where you were like, actually, this is something that I want to actively kind of grow or deepen in? Um, was that ever, Actually, that ever as soon as I started looking over my husband's shoulder, I was hooked. Okay. I was hooked immediately. I 
really thought this is kind of like a crossword puzzle. <laughs> okay, so so was the was the problem solving nature of of the process what kind of sparked your attention um, when it came well, to sort of working I'm the not, commas? I'm not really terribly good. What I really liked was that you would write or I would write something that absolutely wouldn't hold together at all. And then you'd run it through the compiler yeah. and the compiler would point out a bunch of your mistakes. It was always interactive for me. Uh, okay. There was me and uh, Fortran is a compiled language. I don't know if mm -hmm. you know yeah, what I'm familiar that with that. Yeah. Okay. So, also in those days, uh, the error messages that the compiler would give were pretty horrible. Uh, it was like another puzzle to figure out what they're claiming is wrong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think they've gotten much better at this. Yeah, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. But it it was like I had someone holding my hand, and mm. I really liked that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so y you said that your husband would, would tear his hair out um, having done all these punch cards and then having to wait the night in order to see whether anything worked. Was that just because yes, he things wasn't interested in programming at all. He oh, okay. was just interested in the result. Yeah, he was yeah. a physicist. He was looking for physics results. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. Now, that's, that's the partnership. Great partnership right there. So now, fast track a, a couple of years forward. And, and how did you come across exorcism and what what is it about exorcism that you enjoy specifically? Um. Uh, after I retired, and I've been very long retired, I did some volunteer work, some interesting volunteer work. And then that ran out. And it got to be very difficult for me to find volunteer work. Mm -hmm. So I got on the computer, and the first thing I found was Udacity. You know about Udacity? Uh, rings a bell, but not, not that familiar. Okay, it, it's an online uh, courses, and I found it very early. They've gotten much more business-like now. Uh, yeah. The courses were free and it was 15 minutes and then they gave you a problem to do. Okay. And I did a Python course with them and really enjoyed it. Okay. And after that, I took uh, a module that I had written for my husband in uh, uh, in uh, linear algebra mm -hmm. in C++, which I absolutely hated. Uh, <laughs> there's all that 
memory uh, allocation that you have to worry about. Yeah. And uh, I was always ending up underwater because of that. And translated it into Python, and it felt so wonderful because in Python, all the memory stuff is done for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that would have saved a lot of effort and time. But, oh, and I lost the thread of why I was saying this. Oh, I had something in mind. Oh, it was just around exorcism. How did you get into exorcism? Oh, you, you were working with UDSG. Okay, so after Python, I was looking around for something to do, and I found Code Academy and did a short Ruby course in it, and I absolutely hated Code Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to honesty. say that. It's great. Yeah. Here, uh, they gave you exercises, and if your code differed in any way from what they had uh, pre-written, they would not accept it, even though it worked perfectly fine. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I, I didn't like that at all. And then, so I was floating around and I found exorcism. And your platform is absolutely perfect for me. I mean, you can uh, be as free as you like. Mm-hmm. You can do the learning exercises. You can decide, I don't need the learning exercises. And the mentoring here is absolutely fantastic. I mean, that's cool. You could not pay large money and get such terrific mentoring and of course right now I have extra terrific mentoring I convinced my son to join okay and uh, my son is mentoring me in JavaScript okay. right now brilliant brilliant that's great and he spent one week on the platform and he was already complaining you have met him you <laughs> Took, yeah, uh, his uh, okay. note and transferred it to a different part of the forum. So mm, yeah, no, we exactly exactly. So so currently, like, what does your day to day look like, Thelma, in terms of in terms of coding and programming? Um, do you just enjoy the problem solving side of things? Um, is is programming a big part of your life still? Um, <laughs> How does it all fit together? It's a big part of my life because I am hopeless at doing things like watching movies. Mm -hmm. And my husband died seven years ago, so I'm widowed and I'm living alone. And... uh, 
I try to get out as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I am through with the bike for the year. Uh, the temperature has fallen to where mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. Although, yeah. although when I was working at Johnson Controls, I would bike at eight degrees. I can't Far- imagine. Fahrenheit. Let me just clarify. Yeah, because eight degrees Celsius is manageable, but eight degrees Fahrenheit, I think, is yeah. A, this is Fahrenheit. Yeah, that is very cold. Yeah. So I can't do that anymore. So I'm expecting that I will be housebound more than I would like, mm-hmm. and the programming is what keeps me from going nuts because. Uh, uh, I can't do a lot of the things that people do to amuse themselves. Mm. And, yeah. and also with the mentoring, that is an interaction for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have friends, more and more of whom seem to be telling me that they're seeing their therapist. Mm -hmm. This seems to be the popular thing to do nowadays, to have a therapist. (laughs) So I have started telling people, oh yes, I had a great session with my therapist the other day. And what I really mean is one of the exorcism mentors. They're very good. They're very therapeutic. <laughs> and you learn something yes. along the way, which is also very, very handy. Um, yes. No, that's that's fantastic. That's 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 amazing. So, um, Thelma, I'm interested. Uh, so one of the things at Exorcism that we're always trying to understand in, in, in as much detail as possible is what, what th- um, pieces of advice would you give to people who are looking to learn how to code? And, and that can be quite a broad range of people who are getting involved and each person has a unique way of of learning and understanding things but are there any specific behaviors or uh, patterns or things that you would strongly suggest to someone who's learning to try um, stick to any sort of habits that you would say people should really try and form um, in order to learn I feel that the way I most get into things is not really the way other people do it. Uh, Like there was a recent thread of of a guy who was complaining that uh, there was not enough teaching done with uh, the uh, exercises. Mm -hmm. And for me... I can get rather bored with the teaching part of it. (laughs) So, if you put an exercise in front of me, that is the first point where I will want to know about the uh, module or whatever it is Mm -hmm. involved in doing that kind of exercise. Mm-hmm. And 
I will go out and ask Google, well, here, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. Until I see a need for it, I just find it very hard to get involved with. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I cannot read manuals. I, mm. oh. I, I tell you, very po- you're very popular this morning. I mean, I must have it, all the. I'm I'm calling. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I, I don't usually have this kind of thing going. <laughs> oh, don't no, don't don't worry at all. Okay, so it seems like um, for you and one of maybe your suggestions for people learning would be do something that actually has meaning in in a real life sense yes. and that's the sense that's what i understand um you would strongly um hedge hedge your bets on in terms of how to become proficient or how to learn um a programming uh, language yes but, uh, i noticed that uh, i have friends who won't touch anything until they've read all the documentation and mm. got some feeling for it and they're probably better than me i mean i well, I mean, it's probably different different ways. I mean, I know for me personally, going very slowly, systematically, but going through a, a structured thing helps me. But then also applying that in small chunks is really helpful rather than getting overwhelmed and trying to impl- implement the whole the whole thing in one in one fell swoop. Um, I guess it's just experience um, that you're suggesting. Just gaining experience in real life situations is is really key. So, so Thelma, I have a question um, for you. And this is where you get to um, share with the entire exorcism community one recommendation that you would have. And it can be anything. It can be, you know, go and try some sushi or try learn a new coding language or go on a bike ride. It can be anything that you want. But what, would you, what recommendation would you like to give to the entire exorcism community for this week? And uh, you can say whatever you want, pretty much, within reason. Well, right now, I am having tremendous fun uh, being mentored by my son. And uh, if anyone has anyone that they are having trouble communicating with, uh, you know, uh, how's the family doing? Duh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Get them into a mentorship relationship. <laughs> see and, and see what happens. <laughs> and have great. great fun at it. But... Okay. Uh, I also really wanted to mention that uh, I did a lot of different things in this non-career of mine. Uh, Mm. After the Fortran, I went to a company called Johnson Controls, Mm -hmm. and I got into simulation uh, software. Okay, wow. and uh, even got to work on the bottom of the Pepsi 
awful at the time, which wasn't uh, balancing well. Okay, wow. And uh, then I, I did some programming for a mathematical uh, um, friend of mine who was working on the Riemann hypothesis, like just okay. about every other mathematician in the world. <laughs> and uh, I did some Python stuff for him. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I did a lot of interesting things. So I wanted awesome. those out there too. Yeah, no, that that's cool. I'm sure there's there's actually a lot we could we could sort of dive in. I'm sure there's. You say that you 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 don't know what to say necessarily, but I think there's a lot lot in there um, <laughs> that you uh, that you could pull out of your hat um, at some point. But um, but Thelma, I just wanted to, to to say thank you very much for for giving us. I know it's not a huge amount of time. Um, to really dive into a lot of the sort of detail and the nuance, but I just wanted to say thank you for for sharing just a little snippet of of, of your life experience, uh, specifically how it relates to coding and, and development. Um, our hope for this uh, podcast is that it inspires people from all over the world, from all different colors, backgrounds, um, races, oh, etc., to really pick up, um, to take what they hear in these podcasts and then apply it. Um, so, so life stories and hearing a little bit about you, um, I'm sure will inspire someone somewhere um, to pick things up, to experiment a little bit. So I just wanted to thank you for that. And um, I'm sure we'll see you in the forum and mentoring people at some point. And, uh, no, I'm glad you will that. not see me <laughs> mentoring anybody. Although I would love to get involved as a contributor, yeah. not as a mentor. Okay. okay. Well, that would be great. If you wanted to con contribute, we can we can touch base uh, at some point. But just thank you for for the little um, insights uh, into your life and, and just some of the things that that sort of popped up. Uh, I really appreciate it. So, so just just stick on the call for now. But uh, Thelma, thank you. If anyone would like to reach out to you, uh, I'm sure you'd be open to that somehow. Um, I won't be giving out your email to to the whole of the world. But um, if anyone wants to reach out to, to Thelma, message me and we can take things uh, from there. But um, thank you so much for your time. It's been a privilege to just have a, a chat and uh, just stay on the call. And uh, okay. we'll just touch base. Okay. Um. Great. Thelma, thank you.